Happy holidays. Welcome back, everyone. Happy this Christmas, Hanukkah, Kwanzaa, uh, Festivus. <laughs> I, I, I'm Happy gonna, holidays, everybody. Happy holidays. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to say Festivus because we can just do like our airing of grievances, I was, which I feel like I is appropriate. I do have some grievances. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I'm, I'm sad that we didn't actually do the research beforehand and like try to figure out what like holidays are in video games. That's like, true. I don't in, think like, we have one. Out. No, there, no, no. As in, like within like video games. Oh, game, like, well, actually, in well, the games itself. You have winter in huh. By the way, Val. I'm Evelyn. Oh, hi. I'm Christine. I'm Zach, and I'm Carlo, and that Good was uh, just us coming right in. Yeah. <laughs> we're, uh, we're coming in hot today. Yeah. So uh, we're welcome. Just fresh off of yelling about all the things that we're about to yell about a second time. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah welcome. This is Pixel Radio Commentary. We're yeah. here again. Uh, this is we're nearing the end of 2017. Yeah, this is probably going to be one of our last of the year. So that because everyone is you know doing various holiday family things. Yep. Christmas, Hanukkah, Kwanzaa, what have you. Playing more video games before the end of the year. That's true. Yeah. Lots of that just going to disappear into that. Uh, yeah. So we're just going to talk about 2017 today, the year in games for us, and that may be yeah. you know top ten. That may be. Just like what we would sum up the year as. Yeah. Honestly, this year has been insane. This year's been. It's nuts. been like I, would say this I mean is the game of or the year of hot games that I never played. Yeah, <laughs> I mean yeah, it's like it. too many. Yeah, I know it's people say it all the many. time, but it's like yeah, it's never been a better time to be into video games. Like, yeah, no kidding. Really, like with all the different games coming out, like a lot of these like indie titles like blowing up that are so good, and like even even like your you know. Your Zeldas, your Marios, just like yep. Zeldas, <laughs> your Zeldas, Zeldas, your Marios, you know, <laughs> you know, your Pokemans, yeah, Pokemans. Pokemans. <laughs> uh, yeah, so we're just gonna be talking about what the year was for us. What that may be, what we played, or it could just be like overall what we felt the year was in gaming. So uh, yeah, definitely. I think that the highlight of this year for me was the year of watching other people play video games more than ever before. <laughs> yeah. Year of the Twitch streamer. <laughs> yes, oh, year, that, year of no, Twitch. Or, or, or more insidiously, year of the influencer. Yeah, <laughs> that let's is... Let's not throw that <laughs> word around. Let's not use that term, certainly. But definitely this has been the year of the Let's Play, the Twitch stream, the yeah. like... Just everyone is now playing video games or watching people play yeah, video games. Yeah, I definitely games. watched probably a hundred times more Twitch this year than I have in the rest yeah. of my life combined. And yeah, it's fantastic. Probably. I honestly really enjoy it a lot. I think it's a lot of that is because the Twitch streaming became much more professional. Like, because the same is true for me. It's just I watched a lot of, like, awesome games done quick. Or, you know, some of the esports tournaments I'd tune mm -hmm. into for a little bit. So I'd, I'd, I tuned into a mm -hmm. lot more of the, like professional live streams that have like broadcasting ability that have like announcers and commentary and that kind of thing where because you know i like interaction more than i like necessarily one person yeah. playing games uh but i mean it seemed like also it was there was so much more of that this year yeah. for sure it's actually interesting because i i would say i almost had the opposite effect right hmm. Um, this is the year that I have actually spent the least amount of time watching games, the least amount of time <laughs> watching quick looks and stuff like that on other websites. 
Uh, because you're going to be playing all of them. I mean, I've been traveling a lot. No, no, but that's actually it. It's like, this is the first year that I've decided, I decided, like, okay, I'm not really going to, like, I know what games I'm going to want. I know what games are going to be, like, hyped up. I hear hear about games all the time. But I want to really just, like, play all of them. Whereas before, it was always like, oh, I'm just going to wait for the sale. You know, I don't have as much whatever, like, money to spend on these. And now this year, it was like, well, I'm just going to go ahead and buy every single fucking game that I can (laughs) that I want to play and try to play through all of them. And it's come to the point where it's like, I played more games this year for this year for 2017 than I have in any other year. And it's like, this was like a terrible year to do that. (laughs) Yeah. There's too many games. Like there's just too many. Not only is there too many games, like there's too many 80 hour long. Yeah. Like, like long drawn out stories. Like, it's just like, whoa. Yep. If it's only 20 hours, it's like you can fit a lot more of those in. (laughs) Oh yeah. That's, that's, uh, That's another thing that like, there were a few things that I really thought of as being like I'd sort of define this year as and the indie games I think that was certainly I don't think I can remember a year where indie games have been as like part of the mainstream as this year like there's so many different indie games that have been like in the consciousness of gaming as a whole like Golf Story for example took over the gaming world yeah it was it was was pretty significant uh I mean, Stardew Valley. Stardew Valley. I mean, Stardew Valley was yeah, last but, year, yeah, right? Yeah, I was going to say. Before, but, I mean, people started replaying it again because it came out on Switch. Yeah. Uh, even then, though, it's not even that there was one or two indie games. It seemed like there were so many indie games this year. Cuphead is technically an indie game. Oh, yeah. Cuphead, no, Cuphead, yeah. Cuphead definitely took over a little. I'd say more so yeah. than Golf Story. Oh, just because yeah, of that art animation I, being I, ridiculous. I had honestly forgot it was an indie game because it was so much a part of just, like, yeah. the entire yeah. But it was, like, six people who made yep. that game. Yeah, so. and, and, yeah. and like, to point out, like, there's a weird... This is the first year that I actually saw, like, a weird game that kind of, like, fit in between that indie and triple a yeah where it's like a triple a studio sort of made it but it's also like somewhat indie-ish which was hellblade sin was sacrificed that's true and that yeah. won uh, a number of the game of the year awards at the uh at the oh, game yeah, awards should we talk about that that happened yeah <laughs> yeah i, I, have I haven't some, looked at a single headline from it. i have I'm some busy. thoughts about that <laughs> if we want to talk about there was it some, yeah it, it was i got some hot takes it was interesting uh, I, I really have some hot takes about the fact that some of them were sponsored by McDonald's. Yeah, which is just like that really was, weird. That was interesting. I was like, okay. A lot of the uh, a lot of the announcements were silly, but yeah, it was just. Oh like, yeah, and then and there were a lot of trailers. Like honestly, yeah. it was more of it like was an, more trailers than it was. It was more an E three thing. Yeah, like it was more E three. Like here's our new trailers. Here's what we're gonna show in the winter time. Hey, it's the this DLC of is out right now. Oh fucking Nintendo! <laughs> They're so weird. Well, wasn't it funny how I was just mentioning how it's like. Well, it's kind of fun sometimes, and then yeah. Yeah, and then and then literally they're all like, "Oh, by the way, <laughs> here's DLC before the year ends." Yep. And really, they did say yeah, the DLC was coming. Yeah, we knew it was coming, but we had no idea about anything about it until yeah that way. We knew nothing about. It. We didn't know when, and then it was like, "Guess yeah. fuckers, it's out." Which, which, which amazing in time, like, this day and age, or least is a constant thing that's happening. Like three five minutes, they pull shit like that. Yeah, I think the interesting though is like, if you think about it, it's like least side, right? is that actually a good or bad thing? Cause, like. You don't give people a chance to review it, right? So yeah. you kind of think that you immediately write it into the buyer. It's not going to... I want to cut stuff in line. There's nothing in line except what the is. is. Yeah, I thought about that right? as well. So, like, it's it's a really subtle, clever marketing ploy in a weird sense. And, like, I don't necessarily think that, like, it's being done intentionally, maliciously, obviously. But it does kind of lend that sort of, like, for people that can't afford that, like... I mean, obviously, this is, like, the whole thing. Like, don't pre-order games. You know, wait until you hear more about a game before you buy it. Yeah. Yeah, and, yeah. you know, it, it. I'm sure that is definitely possibly an unintended consequence, possibly an intended consequence. 
definitely has that issue where it's like a review hasn't had time to happen before yeah. people are getting it. Counterpoint, it's a motorcycle. So <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I think that there's a lot of people who go out of their way to not read reviews and stuff like no, that. No, no, yeah. They well. want yeah. to play the game. Yeah, but, I, but again, like, like those avoiding people. Avoiding spoilers is pretty awesome for those yeah. kinds of people. But those kinds of people, I would say that like those are the people that aren't necessarily like looking to, you know, like, oh, I can really only buy like one game every like six months. Yeah. And it's like, I need to know what I can play. And if this is worth playing, if the DLC is going to be good or whatever. And I think I realize that's like that. That is like the still the use of game reviews today. Because like, again, there are some people can't do what I just did this year and just buy everything <laughs> and just like immerse myself in video games for an entire year. It was great. But at the same time, it's like. You know, I, I like for example, like if I had bought Wolfenstein immediately, and it's like whoop, it turns out it's like fifty percent off on a Steam yep. sale. That is definitely a thing. So like, yeah, it, it's like it's a little balance, right? And I know, I know, game companies have gotten shit for not releasing reviews, review copies ahead of time by saying we wanna, we wanna, we wanna show the world as it is and like let the reviewers yeah. experience the game as the normal people. But then we're gonna give Twitch reviewers it a three days early yeah. because they ha were sponsoring them. Yeah. And it's like, whoa. Speaking of, speaking of like the rage for that, I feel like that's also been a defining factor of this year in gaming is this year has been the year of the nerd rage. Yeah, that, that's every year. I mean, well, it, when, granted, yes, that's true. That happens every year. But this has, has been, been really hardcore, especially towards the end of the year with EA and then now Destiny. Yeah, there's uh, Destiny's been Destiny's been a little weird because it's, it's been a little bit more muted, in my opinion. It seems to me that it's ramping up right no, now. No, no, it, it as is. It is. People figure out what they've done. Yeah, it's it's slowly ramping up. Oh, we need to do the the, the explanation for dad. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> um. So Bungie just released a. Uh, so yeah, they released a new expansion. Yeah. Um, it you can get an expansion pass, pay thirty bucks, or you could have gotten it like you could have gotten it for twenty five bucks if you bought it with the original game. Um, they said they were going to come out with two expansions, and the first expansion just came out December fourth, I think, if I remember correctly. Um, this is a month past the PC date PC date release, and about two months past the console release. Yeah, right. Um, this is not crazy for. Bunchy to do just because like that's kind of how that game works. It it relies on constant expansions to provide new content because Bungie historically has been to at putting content in a game, as with Destiny and Destiny Two. Uh, the issue with Destiny Two is that this comes off. Uh, well, let's like give some context here. For the past month, while the PC release has come out, a lot of players have become disgruntled with the lack of communication that Bungie has given in terms of patches, in terms of like yeah, fixes. Which is not a new problem. It's not a new problem. Not a new problem for game developers in general. Uh, but the issue is that there have been a lot of bugs. There have been a lot of, like, unbalance that Bungie has refused to sort of address and kind of keeps talking about, like, hey, check this out, right? Yep. Uh, check out, like, this new stuff that we're going to be adding. And then, you know, this kind of culminated up to a certain point where they're about to give a new Twitch live stream. And basically, they canceled the live stream to say, look, okay, we need to obviously, apparently, you know, this is not what you guys really want. You don't want to go over the curse of Osiris again. We want to give you here's what we're working on and here's what we're working towards for the game and they released a long lengthy blog post about all this stuff this was also happening at the same time that players discovered this bright engram problem so the bright engrams engrams in general are these things that you can collect that will drop items um that you use in the game be it armor be it weapons be it whatever uh there's this version of the engram called bright engrams which you can only gain by leveling up uh 
the issue was that when you level up after every week, every reset, which is about once a week, you could level up three times really fast, and then it would slow down immensely after that. People thought this was due to a buff that they were giving you, where it would be like, oh, your first three levels are super fast, but it turns out that it was improperly showing the experience you were getting in order to level up um, at the, the entire time. So the reason that this was really b- a big issue is because the other way to get Bright Engrams is by paying money, because they're paid loot boxes. Yep. What's up? Uh, we're back to the loot box conversation. Which I was going to say yeah. that I mean, like we definitely n- talked about that a lot. Yeah, we depth have, in the past. And, and you know that like the nerd rage this year, I think, has been very focused. Yes, uh, uh, like I think that's it's more been a hot like, mess. That's more of what I mean when I say like this has been the year of the nerd rage. This has been the year of the loot box. That's yeah, probably also why people are extra interested in indie games too because they don't yeah. have a lot of those things yeah. going on. Yeah, so you so you have that that issue coming up. So the way that they fixed it obviously was by showing the correct numbers. Which leads me to say that this was more of a bug and was intentional from the very get-go. But of course, because players players mm-hmm. were expecting it to not do that and to flip it over where they would just increase the XP. Huzzah, that's not what happened. Whatever. Um, in that blog post, Bungie did say that we are working on reworking the progression for that because it obviously isn't good for whatever whatever reasons, right? Yep. Give the community feedback. Uh, so now fast forward to Curse of Osiris. Expansion comes out, and from everything that I've played and everything that I've heard, it all kind of sucks, except <laughs> for except for the, the raid. I haven't played the raid yet. I hear people are saying the raid is actually really good, so I'm hopeful for that. And that's usually, like, the main piece of content that everyone really looks forward to. Yeah. Th- shoving that aside, <laughs> uh, <laughs> the main story content that it brought on was you would be able to visit Mercury, a new planet, and do this, like, whole, like, crazy time travel thing. Turns out you could basically complete that expansion campaign in about a night, maybe give or take two to three hours. And uh, so, the, for for clarity as well, the expansion did cost money as well. Yes. Correct? Yes. Yeah. So it was like eh, right? Yeah. And then There's on top, to yeah. It. And then on top of that, there are still items dropping, et cetera, et cetera. Um, turns out the majority of these items are actually gated behind that bright engram progress. Yeah. And the majority of the armor that people were people in, were interested. Obviously, all the weapons and all the like that sort of stuff isn't gated, and necessarily there there isn't really mu- much of a difference between the uh, items that you get in bright in the bright engrams because it's really just how it looks. Because you that's the way that things in Destiny work. You can take armor, you can basically feed it to other armor and increase the light level to what that old the the armor you fed it is. Sure. So you it's basically customize how you want, look how you want. And that's why Bungie is like, yeah, this is just all cosmetic stuff technically. Technically. It technically, is, but it's but yeah. there's there are actual items yeah. gated behind it. Yeah, I mean, they're actual items in the sense they are cosmetic items, but they're items that like you paid for with the expansion. Yeah. Yeah, and this is just another case where people are like you expect me to pay all of this money for a game and then you're not giving me a chunk of yes. the game. Are you bullshitting me? <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. You, you can, but obviously the way that the progression works right now makes that very... It makes it hard. Yeah. Let's and just put it that right way. right on the heels of everything with EA yeah, and everything yeah. with Battlefront, Battlefront yeah. people are infuriated. Yeah, so like, let's also like take this a little bit underneath and say, like, here are what the rumor mills are talking about. Uh, because Wait, like speculation and rumor mills. Not everything on the internet is true. Obviously, right? <laughs> um, so the the rumors are that like this expansion has been being worked on since the beginning of the Destiny to ex- like release proper. Yeah. Right. And that basically what has been happening is that there is a there are two teams at Destiny at, at Bungie. I should say for Destiny, there is the main team that makes the game, but then there is also the live team. 
the live team has been credited previously for Destiny 1 as the major source of all of the improvements and quality of life improvements because they, they work with the community, they talk to the community, they were fully invested into it, whatever. The main team has not, as people have been starting to either speculate or figure out, right? Sure. So people are saying that the issues with this is that the main team has been working on this content and has been kind of been like fingers and ears going la 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 because <laughs> let's be real if you are a developer and you go to reddit holy shit you're gonna please. have a bad you're gonna time wanna quit your job yeah you yeah. You, you you like no sane person should have to deal with that because your mental health will go fucking down the hill and i can understand why yep um that said there really needs to be a person that can take that feedback distill it into its non-ragey form and translate it and translate yeah. it into what the developers need to see because that obviously isn't happening especially in the communication with Bungie hasn't been happening and it has resulted in this and, and it's a really big shame considering yeah. that a lot of people felt this way at the beginning of Destiny 1 um and everyone had a lot of criticisms about it and then when the Taken King came out yes. it was like it validated every single criticism that people had ever had. Yeah, like, and it, it was it amazing. Showed, it showed to people that if they go out there and put out their complaints and put out their suggestions, that these big video game companies are going to come to come to the community yeah. well, was, with what they want. It was also a thing and so where this is a huge letdown for the people who are like, "Yes, they are finally listening." Well, oh wait, a, it's also a thing where it's like no. every every expansion in Destiny One improved no. on the game for the no. most part that was what i, th I mean like there no were, were there a few that did so not? the early ones guess, were the not early good. guess what the first expansion for oh, destiny one was true. absolute shit yeah and the second expansion the for one, destiny the yeah one was the really one was bad. absolute yeah. shit everyone pretty much universally agreed that destiny was dead until the taking king yes yeah. destiny was dead until the taking like, which was I the second was expansion a minor expansion before that they were like all right there's some incremental fixes well th that's kind of good no, but not, yeah that, i guess yeah it was it was actually a whole expansion that was that that was okay because that was the thing yeah that was i I definitely remember that coming out and people going like, fuck this, fuck this raid. I remember the raid was bullshit. Yeah, That's the raid was absolute bullshit. But like the general sentiments of that game where it's like the first expansion sucked, the second expansion is what actually fixed everything. All right. Which, looking at this, you could probably say that history is repeating itself, but we're well, going to have to see. We'll we will see have what to happens see. when the next expansion comes but out. But yeah, like, um, yeah. yeah, public sentiment has been at an all-time boiling high for this sort of stuff obviously yeah. off the right off the heels of battlefront well i mean it, even al almost through a huge chunk of the year like i mean people there was a little bit of like i mean granted you know all of the major stuff has been at the end certainly after ea but i mean i remember there was a little bit of like some fervor towards PUBG for their loot boxes yeah there was a little bit of fervor. something right at the beginning of the year for I I mean um, I know I know there was Overwatch bitching. There was some Overwatch bitching. Yeah, I remember that. That was those are truly cosmetic for God's sake. Yeah, but, yeah. but I mean I mean in the yeah. same way that PUBG is truly cosmetic. So yeah, yeah. I, I you can't even trade your items to Overwatch. Yeah, yeah, but I mean Call of Duty had one. Battlefield One had some yeah some issues with that where people I mean were, yeah were getting mad. like it's like it's been all a lot of it. Basically, the only games that really haven't had that this year have been either the single-player games, the indie games, or games like Doom. Yeah. Well, even Doom's single-player, really. Yeah, Doom is like, single-player. Let's be real. Yeah. That multiplayer. Like, the multiplayer is like... Yeah, yeah it's a bit of and a then, mess. Yeah, that was, that was also last year. the gambling thing happened? Was that this year or last year? That was like a couple years ago. Was yeah, it really? that, okay. yeah, that was... Yeah. Um, like, yeah. yeah, so like loot boxes have been like this sort of like hot mess 
of the year. For a long time. For the long time. Yeah. It's come but to a boiling point now. Year. And it's like, is it really going to be which, which you know, company decides to overreach just a little bit too far? Yeah, and they final, several finally did. Yeah. And then all of a which sudden is, it was just like... Yeah. Which uh, I'm gonna give props to Ubisoft here, where um, which is weird. <laughs> yes. It's weird to say. That. I know. I Who said ever that. Thought. I mean, I mean, giving props to any game company in a weird way, right? Yeah. But like props to Ubisoft, where um, they have a game called Steep, which is a snowboarding game. Yeah. Um, it was given oh, some. Yeah. It was given some. Uh, God, I forgot about that. Some uh, pain because it was online only. But like when you look at what that game is, it's like yeah, it has to kind of be online only. Um. And that's the way they were able to, like, not have certain types of DRM on it. So, like, whatever, okay? Um, the cool thing about it is that they just released an update because um, they've had about a year of, of whatever content coming out. They had a season pass. Um, and now they're coming out with, like, a, a proper expansion like a, that to the game. For the Winter Olympics, go yeah, figure, right? Which is actually going to be cool. It's going to add a new mountain, and you're going to be in Korea, and you can see there. there. And it's, <laughs> I, I actually played a little bit. of It was actually pretty interesting because they had a demo thing out. Nice. Um. So what these expansions you have gone into the season passes that I've actually given you were extra sports to do. So you now have like a jet suit, like the rocket, like jetpack suit, and like you See, have skiing with like a parachute or whatever, right? I feel like that's one of the things they've done really well. Like also with you know Rainbow Six Siege, yeah, another prominent example where they'll like add an operator or something, or add some yeah. maps where it's like okay, but you do actually have... The, the game plays a little bit differently because of that expansion. Yeah, and it's actually been pretty cool. The The thing that I want to praise here is that now that they've kind of gotten their money from the season pass, because no one's really going to buy a season pass now, they decided to say, okay, you know what? Now that we're, we're pretty much going to be focusing on the Olympic expansion where you can't do these things because it's like all time trials and very like Olympics, right? Yep. Yeah. Um, we're going to release... Uh, we're going to allow you to actually purchase these new sports, the jetpack or whatever, using in-game currency. That so, you can only earn in-game, and I think that's yes. kind of an important I mean, part. yes, you can only earn in-game. You yeah. earn it from going races. It's very easy to get get it. I mean, yeah, there are some stuff that you... I, actually, I don't think there's anything really you can buy in that game using real money. Um, wow, how, it, so I don't that's know, so refreshing. It's yeah. refreshing. Yeah, but it, it's very refreshing in the sense that, like, hey, here's some paid content we have. We know we're not going to be making any profit from it at this point in time let's just give it to the give it to the players because like this this will generate buzz and get more people to be like wow seat's been pretty great why don't i go ahead and buy that a winter olympics expansion yeah yeah or just get the season pass or yeah. you know there's some which other... yeah which to be fair they did now release a pack of the winter olympics expansion and steep for like 60 dollars hint hint of course yeah. they're right like, so it's you know, like it's definitely um, we're not saying that oh they're doing this out of the goodness of their heart certainly but but you but but basically it, like even if you want to playing it smart yeah, yeah. if you want to turn a profit like this that is a good way to generate goodwill and get people to buy your game without having all of this drama around yeah well, also absolutely. i think a lot more people are willing to like you know put their money towards things they think are like for groups that actually care actually matter you know the experience behind it yeah which is, I, I think, is you know commendable, because like I think that's how businesses, uh, at least at this for video games, should operate. Like, go ahead and yeah, like try make your money when you can, because like yeah, those first few weeks are where you're gonna make most of your money. But then after that, it's like the only way you're gonna get more people to play your game that haven't already been into it is by generating buzz, positive buzz like this. Yeah, yeah. and I mean for you know a, a lot a lot of people on the outside really dislike what rockstar has been doing in terms of their dlc <laughs> i'm myself included myself I don't really, too 
I don't really enjoy Though they it. released a new heist. Yeah, that which finally looks fucking awesome. But I uh cannot wait. it's going to but like watching what they do as well where it's like every every like thing that they release like changes the game in some way and it's like every time i look at some of the new cars i'm like that looks fucking awesome even though i'm not gonna ever too drive bad it. it costs like 23 dollars of real human money yeah that's the thing it's like <laughs> or the, you just you just go online and wait until some hacker gives everyone on the on the yeah. server like two billion dollars that is the other option <laughs> but it is like you know you watch that and it's like okay i could not or I could get a rocket car, which looks fucking awesome. But I mean, even did you then, see yeah. the, new, the 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 not Batman car. That they I just did, released? I did ah, see that one. It looks it's so cool. They, I mean, like it's all just simple stuff that they're doing. Yeah. And on some level, I really, I'm like, uh, I'm annoyed that you're like not doing other expansions. Like people have wanted a single player expansion for years. Yeah, but and, they've said that they're not doing it. Yeah. I mean, they, they, they said they were, but then at a certain point they said, like, look, we're not going to do it. Like, at yeah. least they've been honest and not been like, we might. Yeah. 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 And, and I think that that's one thing that Bungie has done better than a lot of other, like, we were complaining about how uh, has done Bungie has done no, better? that Bungie has done worse. <laughs> I was like, hold on. <laughs> Bungie is the bad example. I got backwards. Every, we were complaining about Bungie not doing it. Everything that Rockstar really does do. Like, they're very involved in their community a lot yeah. of the time, yeah. and they're and very they're, straightforward. They're constantly just like, here's new content, here's yeah. a new game type, here's a new thing to play with. Yeah, you so know. like, yeah, as much as I don't like the way that they've been doing things, I can't necessarily, like, fault them for the positive no, things that they've done. I, I can't either. And, and, you know, I give them props for at least making sure that the stuff they're adding is really fun. Uh, yeah, um, I think another thing that I would say this year has really been a, or a thing that this year has really been for me in terms of games is it seems like every major game is like trying to reinvent that game in a way like i have no idea what you mean uh so <laughs> i'm thinking about like you know zelda and mario being maybe the two biggest examples but like you know assassin's creed is another example even call of duty battlefield so, like all the sequels like a lot of the like franchises are starting to, are like this year it seemed like people really wanted those franchises to do something at least a little bit different like so many times it'll just be like oh yeah let's just we i want this experience from the game because this is the experience that i'm used to yeah and it seemed like this year this year people took a lot more chances with things yeah there were a yeah. lot more risks there were a lot more like there was a lot more desire for something different. Like, it, even it on a small scale. Like, it's not like Call of Duty World War II was massively different. And, by, yeah. But, or, world, or particularly good. Yeah. yeah but <laughs> or particularly it, good. It, certainly. But, at le like, there were certainly some differences in there that it seemed like they're like, look, we want to sort of change things up, give people something different from what they're expecting. And yep. I have to at least give props for that. But that's something, like... It seemed like almost every major franchise was really mm -hmm. trying to do that this year. Like, who would have thought Assassin's Creed would just, like, totally change up its formula? Yeah, no, I mean, it did and it didn't. But That's at the same true, time, but, but it changed it up enough that it actually made it very interesting. And, they, and I think something a that a lot of people liked about campaign. that game was that it stuck to its roots in a lot of ways in terms of, like... Yeah, it, yeah. it, it still Things felt like Assassin's Creed. With. Yeah, it yeah. made, made it still feel like Assassin's Creed, but then it changed enough things that made it go, like... You've learned from like, Assassin's Creed. Yeah, and, you know... Unlike the last couple of games. Oh, my God, don't need to get me <laughs> Zelda certainly did the same, yeah. where it's like, it feels like Zelda, but, 
yeah. it's also just like a completely different game. And so combine Skyrim and Zelda. Yeah. Go <laughs> quickly on that. Uh, I know we had mentioned this, and I don't want to leave before we don't mention it. But yeah, the nominees and winners for Game of the Year, oh, yeah. the Game yeah. Awards. Oh yeah. Uh, I'll just kind of go over them real quick. Uh, we can comment as we go. A uh, Game of the Year uh, nominated was Legend of Zelda: Breath of the Wild. That was the winner as yes. well. PUBG. Persona 5, Horizon Zero Dawn, and Super Mario Odyssey. All fantastic games. Yes, I think those a... are certainly all deserving yeah. of being in that category. <laughs> for sure. should be on there. Um, <laughs> excuse me. Sorry, I was just I have this cough. But, uh, yeah, the interesting thing about that was kind of like PUBG being on there. Obviously, yeah, it blew up. It made sense. It also, ha- it, it has to be on there. I mean, like, yeah. if you're... We, we've talked about this briefly already, but uh, like... It wasn't that brief. <laughs> sure, but I mean, like, we, we've talked about how if you know, it while it may not be necessarily the best game of the year, yeah, it, it was has the to most be impactful. Yeah. Game Absolutely, hundred percent, yeah. real most yeah. impactful game of the year was Definitely. Player Unknown Battlegrounds. As a, as a real quick hot take on it, that I was playing the test server like last the night, seventh or eighth time today Dude, you've said that. I just hot take everything now. <laughs> uh, uh, just a quick thing on it. Um, the test servers came out. It's like the 1.0 patch with the new map and yeah, everything. Yeah, with the desert map. That game feels completely different, and it comes it comes with a polish that I was not expecting them to come out with. Mm. Like, what the fuck? I mean, they have so much fucking money. Like, I sure hope <laughs> that they. Well, no, no, no. Yeah, but it, but it's like it was like kind of like I just I, didn't, I guess I didn't have the expectation just because knowing what Bluehole had done done as a company previously and just being like, yeah, like you can throw money at it, but money is not a guarantee of a good product. And I played it and it was like. This well. is this, this still as laggy as it was before, and my, maybe even worse than the current game is. But like, wow, you actually put the time and work into this to actually make this work really well, and I am, I am much more impressed, honestly. Yeah. Um. So yeah. Yeah. Let, uh, yeah I mean, I'd say each of those games is certainly, I. I have no quarrel with that. Certainly, they could have added several more games to that list. But I mean, I'm sure there's. I mean, like... my my argument would have been, uh, like you 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 take away, you you would have taken away. Um, shit, I have to reload this thing. Uh, <laughs> I would have probably removed Horizon for near. I think a lot of pe- uh, some people really would have. I think you know if Horizon. Horizon had, I think, one thing Horizon's about all those really games good. that are on there really is that good. all of those games had a lot of big hype and popularity, like like media attention, and Nier kind of didn't. Nier, well, Nier's been this like quiet, kind of this quiet. It's like yes, have you, hey, have you have you played, played Nier? <laughs> and then it's like, dude, like fucking Nier, right? And it's like, yeah, fucking Nier. The other thing, with, fucking Nier Kutaro is insane. The other thing with Horizon that happened was that Zelda came out at the same time. And it seemed like Zelda had a bit more longevity yeah. than Horizon did. And, and well, yeah. also, Zelda, this Zelda's been anticipated for years. There wasn't even, like, a major Zelda that came out on the Wii yeah. U. Yeah, yeah. That's, so, I, that's definitely true. Yeah. It, it's just, I guess I'm thinking, like, I, I, you know, I haven't played enough of Horizon to say, but it seems like there's a lot of things. like I, I, They are very similar They're very similar, but then it's, like, there's a few differences that are, like, hey... Uh, like there was a, a, a article I was reading talking about like why Zelda had that longevity that mm-hmm. Horizon really didn't, and some of it, a lot of it came down to like the whole hey, if you're curious about that thing, yeah, you can just check it out, yeah. And Horizon is not Horizon is a little bit more linear in that yeah. sense. I mean, the sprawling wasteland, the not wasteland, the sprawling 
um, land that you play in that game is absolutely gorgeous. And yeah, it was and fun. It was fun to explore through. The story is obviously, you know, a much more yeah. like you know deliberate and impactful thing. Certainly, yeah. The way that I would kind of put it would be that Horizon was much shorter and it held attention less, but like its highs were probably were really, really, really high. Yeah, and it yeah. was like it was a super intense game that you could play whereas zelda kind of like was like it was a much longer game you could play um the fault i personally have with it is that there's just like there was just like a lot of there were a little bit too long of points where i'm just like well i'm just gonna run through this and just kind of like not pay attention to make sure i don't run into anything until i get to the thing i want to get to yeah yeah uh and that was usually that came at the end of my playthrough because at the very beginning it was like fun it was like i would get distracted all the time in the same way that with mario which is what it thing. wants you to it wants you to do. Yeah, and you know, I'm excited to get further into the Champions Ballad cuz like what little I've played of it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I've been like, ah, oh, that's right. I love this world. I love just like exploring yeah. it. Like yeah. this is so cool. It's fun All like right. so, but uh that's the yeah. experience that I've had playing uh Ultra Moon. It's like, "Oh, that's right. I loved this." Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm going to yeah. catch all of them. <laughs> um, just to kind of like finish this oh, right. up. Um I'm not I'm just going to say the winners now because sure, like, sure, the sure. game of the year is the one that really deserved like that talk part. Yes. Um best RPG Persona 5. Yeah, what, uh, a yeah. what a shock. What a shock. Yeah. Um <laughs> Best esports player, Faker, because League of Legends is the most popular game yeah, in the that, world. That's, you know. uh, best sports racing game, Forza Motorsport 7, which has like won okay. it every single fucking who, year. Who, yeah. Um, best esports game, Overwatch. I mean, yes. it's certainly yeah. the most um, popular. This one yeah. is interesting. Best performance. So this is performance by a in-game character actor. Oh, that's oh. interesting. Uh, this was actually uh, Melina, Melina Jurgens from Hellblade Senua's Sacrifice, who, by the way, is not an actress. Ooh, that's interesting. She I was a dev, that. I think, on the game. Oh. And mm. I, as, I, I have to say, because I'm playing this right now, holy fucking shit, she's good. <laughs> like, oh. Multi-talented. Yeah, like, <laughs> she, she, like, beat out the people that, she beat out the people, the two girls from Uncharted, which is, like, Laura Bailey, too. Yeah, right? Who's like, and in then, case you yeah. don't know who Laura Bailey is, she's, like, Basically, the female. She has voice one of actress. the yeah, one yeah. of the one of the uh, her and like Jennifer Hale, right? Yeah, that those are probably yeah. the two. And then, uh, and then so then Ashley yeah. Birch who did um, Horizon Zero Dawn, yeah. which was really good. And but like whoa, like if you haven't played Hellblade for the performance, just yeah, it's it's worth it. Um, Trending Gamer Award, Guy Beam, which is uh, Doctor Disrespect. Oh, okay. Right. That's this is yeah. Okay. Sure. Um, best score soundtrack near Automata. Still listen to it right now. It's a good score. <laughs> good score. Oh, yeah, it, it plays with the game very well. Um, best action adventure, obviously, Legend of Zelda. Yeah. Uh, best studio game direction, Nintendo. Go fucking figure. Yeah, I they, know. They after had, this year, they had there's a, a lot of water is wet. Yeah, they had year. a good. Yeah. I mean, Nintendo had maybe their best year. Yeah. In decades. Honestly, so. well, honestly, I would say decade. Thing is, like, yeah, that's for fair. for, be- for like maybe not best studio, but like this is me going off on a year again. Is that <laughs> near saved Platinum Games? That which is true. brings like a warmth to my heart that is just like oh god. Um so this okay this is where I'm going to start commenting on the game awards itself. Be- the game award for most anticipated game. Okay, that's <laughs> fucking stupid. That is dumb. And it, I mean oh guess what Last of Us Part 2 go fucking figure. Yeah. Yeah. Uh who has the most advertising budget? <laughs> yeah, like who has who has who how many trailers have you seen? How, how how many of these games have you not seen any gameplay? The only gameplay I've seen on this list is Monster Hunter. <laughs> um, best family game Odyssey, which is yeah. pretty yeah. great. Um, Fair. B- best VR game. That's I, uh, 
Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, sorry, I was just thinking about, like, all the... Yeah, I mean, it's certainly one of the Nintendo games. It's a weird. Yeah, it's I, not weird. It's a weird family game. I kind yeah. of wish that the, the the family game would have been one that was like more like local Mul- multiplayer. Yeah, multiplayer. I mean, yeah. you can do two players there, but I think it would have been better suited for something that was a little bit more yeah. like truly like everyone can play. Yeah. Um, best VR game, which actually surprised me, is something that didn't come out on any of the major headsets, but the PSVR. Hmm. Resident Evil Seven. Oh, that's right. I heard that was. Uh, I heard it was really VR. good. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, best fighting game, Injustice Two. Best indie game, Cuphead. Of course. Uh, best action game, Wolfenstein Two. Yeah. Best art direction, Cuphead, as it should be. Uh, yep. Yeah. Uh, industry Icon Award, Carol Shaw. Best narrative, What Remains of Edith Finch. I hear that I, was. Uh, good. I heard, heard that was great. Very, I need to play that. Good. I've yeah. I've been wanting to play that. How but, long is it? Do you think? Uh, it's I think like. Five, six hours, yeah, or something like that. Okay, so good for the holidays. Yeah, best <laughs> multiplayer. Like a, well, I think that it's not necessarily good for holidays. No, you might cry a lot. Oh, yeah. really? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> I'll keep that in mind. It's so about, I'm not yeah, crying while visiting family. Yeah, <laughs> specifically about your relationship to your family as well. Oh, really? Oh, so, yeah. So probably very, terrible for the holidays. Very sad. <laughs> but. I think that might depend on your relationship with your family. Yes. True. <laughs> yeah, let's, yeah. <laughs> Anyways. Um. So, yeah, sorry, I just had to, I accidentally clicked something. Um, best multiplayer game, PUBG, obviously. Yep. Uh, mm-hmm. no bet, this was one that's interesting, but maybe it, it kind of says to the lack of strategy games this year. Yeah, there were not many. Um, Best strategy game, Mario Rabbids, which, yes, I'll give it to that. Yeah, that's probably at the same, true. At the same time, it's like, the fact that that was the best one is kind of making me go like, wow. We didn't have very many. Yeah. There were, I mean, I guess, so Age of Empires is next year, so that's at least encouraging for that category. But yeah, yeah strategy games are kind of dead. Yeah, best debut indie game, uh, Cuphead. Yeah. Uh, best mobile game, Monument Valley 2, which I've actually heard very good things yeah. about. Yeah, so pretty. The first Monument Valley yeah. was good. So. And then... Uh, Games for Impact reward Award, which I thought was a very interesting and cool thing to do. Yeah. Which is like, which one was most impactful in terms of like, whatever. Uh, which was Hellblade. Send with Sacrifice. Yeah, I mean, because that's all about mental illness. Yeah. So. Oh, dude, yeah. And then Best Audio Design, same thing. Hellblade, Send with Sacrifice. You play that game with headphones. God, what the <laughs> fuck? That, that, will get, that will get you. Uh, best Esports Team, Cloud9. What a surprise. Yeah. Uh, best Ongoing Game, Overwatch. Yep, <laughs> which it's one against PUBG. Yep. Just saying. Yeah, best Chinese game, which is a very interesting one. Yeah. Wait, that, what? This, oddly specific. It was, it, was, it was a sponsored one. Okay. Oh. Um, it was X, a uh, JX3 HD. Um, I'm very sad because I see Monument Valley Two on here, and I see Icy, Icy, which has a special place in my heart. <laughs> um, best handheld game. This is that's a weird category. Yeah. Now. This is a category weird category now. because they put yeah. They, it, I think it, they meant by handheld as in like. 3ds yeah and so the, like technically the 3DS. a cell phone and a no I mean, no because they had mobile game phone. best yeah, mobile game it's handheld i, I mean know, also like that's, where, that name seems kind of bullshitty yeah. to me which is it's where metroid samus return now yeah yeah so like the switch obviously none there were no switch games on here so it's like and like what is so what is the only handheld out there if you it's not a phone if it's not a switch it's a 3DS. Yeah. Because, like, yeah. they're not making Vita games anymore. So it's, like, basically, what's the best Nintendo 3DS game yep. was this category. Pretty much. Um, best student game level squared, um, which I thought was pretty awesome um, in terms of, like, showing what students are doing. I, yeah, I think that's a cool category. Yeah. Yeah, definitely neat. I mean, Portal came out of that. It's true. <laughs> well, yeah. Yeah, so that, that's that been the year for me. That's for been sure. the year. And I'm just sad that... Near Automata has not gotten more praise. 
I'm You're just so in love with it. that game. Yeah, I have after reflecting on it this year, that has like taken away and ran away with the most amazingness because it's like like oh. <laughs> like, yeah. like 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 I mean it's the same way that I felt about the Metal Gear games where it's like the Metal Gear games like somebody posted this on Twitter the other day where like this game came out in 2001 and it's from Metal Gear Solid 2 and they're just talking about like things that are super relevant today. I did see that. I saw that uh <laughs> I saw that um video gif. Whatever. Yeah, it was like a video. It was like it was like where Raiden was talking to like two of the other characters that were actually AIs yep. and they're talking about how information is now like being filled on the internet of useless information yep. and you can't you don't know what truth is and people are hiding in their own little worlds and it's like this game came <laughs> out in 2002. What the yep. fuck, guys? Uh and this is like 1984, you know, yeah. Yeah. a long time ago. Like, yeah, which is why it's like, like the thing with Nier is like, I feel that in the same way that Kojima was doing uh, commentary on like that sort of stuff. And this is, this could get a little spoilerly. So close your ears for like the next 10 seconds if you don't uh, want to hear this. Uh, <laughs> basically, you, you can't see, but a yeah. lot of us just closed our ears. <laughs> yeah. Nier is a commentary on humanity. Yeah. And that's very interesting for a game that does not focus on humanity itself. Yeah. Or humans, so to speak. Like, you play as an android, you, you fight machines. Gotcha. Yeah. Um, no, I think, uh, yeah, I mean, from for the, uh, there was an interesting article I was reading comparing Nier to Blade Runner, and I thought yeah. that was a very interesting comparison. Like, yeah. Like, people talk about, like, people are talking about, like, how this year has been super great with, like, Westworld coming out and talking about AI and everything. Fucking play Nier. And then tell me about how, how, tell me, tell me, tell me how you feel about that after that. Because, like, holy shit. It goes in. and So I feel like this episode can basically just be like, Carlo is telling you to play Nier. Play yeah. Nier on Automata. That is the most important game so of 2017. Be like the summary title of this. Yeah, thing. I think they'll probably title it. plus Nier. <laughs> title of the episode. 2017, Carlo likes Nier. <laughs> that is, yes. Yeah, that is, that actually has been, has been like this like past few weeks. It's been like me obsessing over just how much that game has impacted and like colored my view on many of many other games. Yeah. yeah. Well, cool. So that's uh that's 2017, folks. Let's hope for. I mean, man, we had a good 2017 in terms of gaming, which is probably a good thing because 2017 for pretty much everything else was not so solid. No, it, uh, it definitely wasn't. And I, honestly, it was that's, nice to have the break. Yeah, yeah, that's the thing I think that I really like about video games. Like people talk about, like you know, oh. You're just, it's video games are for kids or whatever. But like, look, like when you look at it, like video games, you know, bring joy to people's lives. They bring happiness. Bring fun. Yeah. It allows you to kind of spend a couple hours, you know, within this world that somebody crafted, learning, hearing a story um, or experiencing something that somebody else wants, wanted you to experience. And you can kind of, yeah, you know, have that as an escape for today, which I think is very, very important um, for a lot of people. And that's why I think video games as an art form are going to continue to be important. Oh, yeah. yeah. Here, here. You can interact with them. Yeah. Like books, you, <laughs> books you read and you can imagine, but you can actually see everything and, like, change how things go in games. It's. I mean, yeah, to an extent. It's a unique form it, of power. Yeah, yeah, it is. And then there are, there are definitely experiences that you could only have had in video games, like Nier Automata. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Once again, Carlo likes Nier. Uh, (laughs) Well, everyone, uh, I think that about covers this year. So hopefully we'll see you again soon and uh, talk about what we expect and what we hope 
out of this coming year. 2018. Soon. It's going to be very soon. (laughs) (laughs) Coming to a theater near you. Coming to a theater near you. All right, everyone. Uh, Thank you again for listening. Uh, And uh, we'll see you next time. See you next time. Probably in 2018. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Bye, everyone. Bye. Bye.